This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. We have Derek here today, uh, who's going to bring a word. Derek is a mighty man of God. He's, he's shared a bit about their own ministry, about what he's doing. And uh, Derek's got a tremendous testimony of his own. But uh, let's just give a hand up for Derek as he's going to share with us today. Okay. So, great to see you all. And uh, we question. Are we, are we hungry in here today? Yeah. Are we thirsty? Well, remember this, this uh, verse. Those that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. What a promise. And that's what I love being around this type of people. Because this hunger and this thirst, it's contagious, isn't it? And catching something. Just before I open up with a bit of prayer, uh, Last week, a couple of weeks ago, I've been interviewing a friend of mine who's been in recovery for years, decades. And while we were talking, I realised he didn't know what I was saying. We weren't on completely the same page. And it was quite a, it was quite a uh, you know, realisation. And uh, from there, I, I then uh, was praying. And the prayer made me understand that he didn't understand because what, what I was saying, God had showed me. Mm-hmm. Now we can't just assume because we've heard and we've heard and we've heard and we've heard that we know something. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Is that true? Yeah, yeah. We can go to church for 20 years, you can be in meetings for 20 years and you can hear and hear and hear but not really hear. Yeah. This is Isaiah says this, Jesus quotes it and Paul quotes it in the book of Acts yeah. that you've got eyes but you don't see. You've got ears and you don't hear. If you did, you'd know, you'd turn your heart to Jesus and he would heal it. Jesus, that's what he's saying. Along, if you just, if you would just trust me. So, see, before we start, can I just pray this collectively? Pray in agreement that I'm actually saying, I, I hear that and I want to see. I want to see beyond my capacity to see how far I've seen before. Yeah. I need to see beyond my, my physical sense and eyes. And that's a work of God. This is First Corinthians 2. My first pastor gave me this verse, verse 9, First Corinthians 2. He said, No eye has seen, nor his ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. And he stops. So I went through the next two years of my life and I thought, Oh, no eye has seen, nor, nor his ear heard. It's never entered into somebody's heart the things which God has got for them. See what I just read the next part, the, the oh, remainder of the verse. Yeah. It actually says that God has revealed these things to us by His Spirit. Yeah. It goes down a wee bit and says, Nobody knows the thoughts, nobody knows my thoughts here, unless you're a mind reader. Right? Nobody knows my thoughts except for me. Is that not true? The same as you. Nobody knows your thoughts except for you, your hidden thoughts, your secrets. Nobody knows the thoughts and secrets of God except for Him and His Spirit. That's what Paul says. So, this is the beauty of this. He reveals them to us by his spirit. And that's what we need. We don't, then he got all dressed up for nothing. We're here because we thirst and we hunger for what? For spiritual, for spiritual sight. I want to see. I want to leave here changed because it, it matters. 
seeing war. I, you, you, you watch all the. I, I, I was really interested in the Second World War. And watching the, watching all the f- movies about it, they don't. It doesn't capture reality. When you think of Normandy and the, and the invasion in, in Normandy, there, it was inch by inch the ground was fought for over months for inches of territory. It's the same as us spiritually, guys. Same as us. Don't underestimate a little. A little new vision for you is important and it will be contested by the, the enemy of your souls. Yeah. Aren't right, John? Amen. It will be contested by the enemy of your souls. So the, the sense of moving in together and asking when we've got two, one puts a thousand, two puts ten thousand, yeah. what about all us? Yeah. What about all us agreeing together yeah. and asking God, release something into my sight today. Yeah. Yeah. Last night, the day, the night, release something special, yeah. touch my heart, touch my mind, take me further than I've ever been before, help me see further than I've ever been before, that's what our God does, and we don't get it as a spectator, we don't get it as a passenger, we need to participate in this process, so, Father we praise you, we pray God, as Paul prayed in Ephesians chapter 1, we pray, continuously pray to the God and Father, our Father, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, that he would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, that he would give us the eyes that see, mm-hmm. open the eyes of our understanding. I pray today, mm-hmm. I pray God, as each person say, uh, is sitting here, we pray, God, open my eyes that I could see. I hear that. I want to see more than I've seen before. Reveal to me something by your spirit. Maybe not even, it's not even something that's been said, but the Spirit is working. He, the Father is always at work, and He never stops working. So we just pray in agreement for that today, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Okay, here now. <laughs> so, uh, great, thanks for inviting me, Charles. My, my, Charles has been a, a friend of mine from, from the, when we get saved. We go way back, um, and uh, I appreciate the work he does. Uh, you know the, the amount of people that I've been introduced to because of Charles yeah. and uh, I've got the privilege of working with, with the, the ladies which I've been working with the last year I've got the privilege of working with the guys with Broken Chains uh, you know and the, the relationships I've got with you guys are, t- that are really important to me mm. so I just want to say thank you, thank you. Thank thanks, you. For, thanks for inviting us and uh, so I'm speaking today Something I, I would, I could just run up and down shouting. I'll need to control my, contain my excitement. Walking in victory. So Charles is talking. He was saying it. I mentioned that a few times. You know, these are some of the things about the 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 things that we need to do to walk in victory. And so, uh, you know, just just to start with, what do I mean victory? Victory here is defeating an, an enemy. It's about triumphing the word conquer is to successfully overcome something does anybody need to successfully overcome something in their life right now is anybody needing victory in something in their life now so this is a I'm in the right place eh? this is a message for us Uh, it's this place of success conquering overcoming something and there's nothing like it when you feel I'm getting somewhere I had dreams for years and in my dream, I was punching my enemy and I was hitting the air. Mm. The most frustrating 
you know, picture of my life. I was shooting a gun at my enemy and the bullet was going right by him. What was getting communicated was how you're fighting is ineffective. How you're directing your efforts isn't hitting the target. You are, you are wasting energy. So there's nothing f- like feeling like I'm getting nowhere. What I'm doing isn't actually hitting the target. I want to know how do I crack this enemy right in the jaw? How do I tie him up? How do I attack? And I say that, I don't say that, uh, you know, talking about violence. I talk, I'm talking about my spiritual weapons. I want to use them and have them to work. I don't want to be a gimp the rest of my life imprisoned and confined, restricted by fear, by, by, uh, by, by self-doubt, by insecurity, by lust, you know, by my, my past, my shame. You don't want to be a, a, a victim to that the rest of your life. That is no vi- victory. That is no the victory that Jesus is offering us. Uh, so, next one please. This is John chapter 16. Jesus says, Listen, I've told you all that stuff so you have my peace. Perfect peace. In this world you're going to have a lot of trouble. Who's in any trouble? The day. Who's in trouble this week? We've got trouble in this world. We've got trials, we've got tests, we've got temptations. We are up against it. There is, this is no playground we're in. It is a war zone when you're a Christian. We have an enemy who is out to steal, kill and destroy. And these words are the nice. Destroy, kill, says slaughter. The actual original word means slaughter. Completely ruin our lives. And the testimonies of some of our lives could, could point to the fact that they just about done it. So that's the reality of what we're in. He says, be of good cheer. Don't get discouraged. Cheer up. I've overcame it. I have overcame the world. Which of this? He led captivity captive. Do you know what that means? He conquered our enemies, our spiritual enemies. It is really exciting. Listen, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. See if you don't know the truth. Right? You, you, can, you can hear and hear and hear, but it never drops. The penny doesn't drop. See when you know the truth. The truth it, it releases joy, expectation, hunger, passion, because you know this is what I'm going to keep. I, I'm keeping at this. I keep. I, I need more. I'm asking for more. So when I know the truth that he, Jesus led captivity captive, it is utterly uh, instrumental to know this. By the way, there is no other person on this face of this planet ever who you could say that about. Yes. Is there no. any mentor? Has anybody in your life ever been able to say you took captivity captive? I know you're here to see you. I see that hand. Just keep it down, pal. Uh, So, he conquered those who had conquered us. Come on. He has conquered those who have conquered us. He conquered sin. He conquered the devil. He conquered death. If you put everything back to what we've been involved in, it's all that. He's conquered those, that which conquered us. It is, honestly... When you know that, you think, whoa, that's, that's something I need to know. That's something I need to, uh, you know, that's something I need to understand. Yeah. My old pal Bill Mercer, mentor, used to say, this is your Jesus. We can talk about Jesus as us we religious guys, we add on to our lives, we add on to the things we think we know. But actually, he's the ultimate champion. The ultimate brave heart that's ever lived. He's yes, the ultimate warrior who's ever lived. Yes. He's the guy that took captivity captive in any house. 
this is his so about his story, we're not a hero, she is. Yeah, he is. So, you know, so we're actually enforcing his life and ours. That's the beauty of this exchange, divine great exchange. <coughs> Isn't it? So, what did he do? Even better than this, he released his abundant, victorious spirit and life into the earth. He has released his abundant, victorious life and spirit. So, we're going, we're getting high in the spirit, we're, we're wanting the spirit 100%. Because you know what happens when we receive Jesus? We receive his conquering, victorious spirit. But see, we, never, we don't know the things, we'll never act on them. We don't know them, we'll never act as if they're true. We'll never have the audacity to say, this is true in my life, so I act like it. So, breakthrough, this is a beautiful word. I know John's, I've heard John say something before, the only time I've ever heard somebody talk about specifically this sudden, the immediacy of God, I think we're talking about, how God comes. Look at this, a sudden, dramatic, and important discovery that leads to an improvement, an advance, a success, or a development in our lives. Is that not tremendous to know? A breakthrough is a, a sudden, dramatic advance. It's a sudden dramatic improvement. It's a sudden dramatic development. This is what us having new eyes, by the way, that's a miracle. Just having a set of new eyes that can see Jesus and it's not believing the lies that I've believed for 20 years of my life anymore. That is a breakthrough. With me? Uh, So, we serve the God of the breakthrough. The Father God the Father of Jesus, he causes these sudden and dramatic changes in our lives. Is that no good news? Great news. And, uh, you know, knowing these things, walking in victory, you know, as Charles is saying, it's no, I'm excited about this, but I'm not excited in my own strength. I'm not sitting here thinking this is about, you know, just pump yourself up and it's about, that's your strength. No, I know that my victory is in Jesus. Yes. Yes. My victory isn't in myself. Mm-hmm. My, my victory is, uh, is completely connected to him. So how am I going to, how, how, do you, how do you work that one out? Eh? Next one please, Matt. So there's four questions at the end of Romans. Eight, uh, Romans 8, four questions. He said, if God be for us, who can be against us successfully? If God is for us, who? Who who can be against us, right? Then he goes, who's going to bring a charge against God's chosen elect? Who? Second question. Third, who can condemn us? And he explains it. Who? Who? Who can condemn us? Then the last one. Who can separate us from the love of God? The love of Christ, right? So, this is a message Breaks it down in our language. There is no way, no trouble, no hard times, no hatred, no hunger, no homelessness, no bullying threats, no backstabbing, or even the worst sins listed in Scripture. Is there anything else you can add to this list by just any chance? What about addiction? What about shame? What about failure this week? What about the, the your abandonment, rejection of your parents? Is that, is, is that enough to separate us? It's not. And then he says this powerful, powerful statement. <clears throat> and he's talking about the four questions. 
But he's saying that in all of these things, we are more than conquerors. More than conquerors. Those that successfully overcome. Why? <coughs> Through him who loved us. Through him. So, you know, just if you're on the fence with Jesus, just think of this, because we know, I know for me, I, I was in jail and I remember, I remember seeing guys go to church and I was not thinking well about them. I was, I was judging them. I was looking on laughing, right? But that thought was in, in, is indoctrinated into me for the culture I lived in. That's where that came from. It was a lie that was holding me bound, like Mark was saying this morning, a stronghold, a, 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 a fortress that the enemy could control me with. Because I thought, you know, I, I've been working with guys of late, you know, guys really deeply involved in drugs and crime. And I'm talking to one of them, and I saw, um, I, um, he was mocking what he was hearing. Now I recognised that, I goes, whoa. Because I thought, that, that's, that, I know that's what I was like. I know we can, we can mock the things of God because we think, oh, geez, this, is just, this is just a wee Jesus thing until I get better. Or something like that. <laughs> but see the truth of the matter. The truth of the matter is, my victory comes through him who loved me. Who continues to love me. Who continues to support and empower me to live in this victorious, abundant life that only he gives. It wasn't me to take captivity captive. I don't get to decide, oh, I've got this beautiful, abundant life. No, that comes for him. And I know about you, but that's the life I want. Uh, if I'm addicted to anything now, that's what, I, that's what I'm wanting. I want uh, John chapter 4, the woman at the well. She's looking for something. I want a, uh, he said, I want a drink. And remember, he says, you know, uh, if you knew who it was you're talking to, I'd give you living water and you would never thirst again. And then he goes on to explain something that's utterly profound in verse 14. He says, the, the, the water I give you will become a well within you. Yeah, come on. Right, a well means a source. A well means a supply. Yeah. It's going to be a supply within you that's going to gush forth, burst forth yeah. into eternal life. Come on, right? Come on. That, see what that's bubbling is? Yes, the well that's within us, we keep locking every other well. Mm. I need to run to this, I need to run to the, the telly, the phone, the drugs, the drink, like, Whatever it is, we're looking for it life in the wrong place. We're going to the wrong wells. The well that, uh, that he says is, this will become a source within you. And that source will burst forth, gush forth, and produce, what's eternal life? I've got some beautiful devotionals that explain it's a God kind of. Uh, yes, it's everlasting life, eternity. But eternal life is a God kind of and God quality of life. Has anybody lived in stagnation and living in a, a derelict shack and go look at the quality of life I've got? And there's no movement. See when you taste taste the God kind of life, you're like, whoa, I want that. It's abundant, it's victorious, it's free, it's no restricted, it's no tied up knots. That's what the kind of life Jesus gives. And I'll tell you, it seems till you hear these things, you'll never believe for them. Faith comes by what? Hearing. 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 I believe. Fear comes by hearing. I've, I've, I've heard enough crap all my life that I believed it. Yeah. I was just talking to the school, my son's school on Monday. I read this story, this wee beautiful victory book I've got that we're reading with the guys. Victor Seri Abercoff, his name is. He acted like a dunce for 17 years of his life because his teacher told him so. You're, you're, you're going to amount to nothing. And he acted like it. And then he ended up, he'd done a test and evaluation, he found out he was a genius. And he, guess what? He started acting like that. Yes, it was hard. 
Yes, he had to change. Yes, they had to push through his limita- limitations and his strongholds. But, you know, that's what happens with us. The life that God is inviting us into is, is a life of victory. The life of abundance. I'm going to finish with a song called Breakthrough. And we'll enter into this. Just come with me. And when we're singing these words, we are believing for this dramatic shift. Right, you didn't get all dressed up for nothing. We are not coming here not to be changed. Not to make a, have a wall moved out of our way. We're pre- press in to receive what he offers. We don't need to leave here the same. I heard this guy years ago. I was at attending Walden's course up Marble Cross, up top of Scotland. And it was a crack me and cockney guy, some set of nashers on him. It was quite a funny, he looked like Mo at the Simpsons, and he was like, <laughs> you know, talking to me, and I couldn't get this out of my head, you know. But he said, listen, guys, can't at the end of it, if it was a cockney accent, I would do it, but he says, you've, you've got a choice where, what to be while you're here. You can either be a prisoner these 10 days, you could be a passenger, or you could be a participant. And I'm going, I, I want to participate. And I know for me, if you've been a slave to fear, slave to drugs, slave to psychosis, slave to your trauma, when you've been a slave to all these things, the greatest desire is to be free. Yes. The greatest desire is I want life. I want full life. No, no a life that's just a, 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 just a joke. It's just a, it's, an, it's just a survival. I'm just surviving. Hiding all this fear that's in me. Kidding on I'm free. Hiding all this temptation and condemnation, but kidding on I'm free. That's no freedom. And Jesus sets us free through all that stuff. He gets right into it. He gets right into all that. We don't have to live like that. See, if we think that's normal, we're deceived. If we think that's normal, we, we are deceived. Because Jesus offers freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord does, there is freedom. So, uh, just this, this, uh, just this one. We finished. My friend Alec Muir, old pal, John, John, John was a guy. Drunk at the church, wasn't it? He wrote this amazing album, and I just get saved. And this, honestly, the guy was in drugs for years. Tracy was on the album. We were singing on it. Tracy, the shepherd, Lord, my shepherd. But you know, this album, he wrote a song called uh, "Fatally Attracted," yeah. and I it just. Boom, it just, I was like, that, oh wow, that makes so much sense. Remember that song? To a world that doesn't care. Torture then confusion, sinking in despair, thinking of the women and the love I left behind, drowning in the memories when something may die. He gets to the end of the song and he's in tears while he sings it. I mean, <coughs> it touched me, thanks, Nana. Just that, you just prophesied without me crying, didn't you? <laughs> but, you know, the, the, part, the, part of, the part of the song was, he's, he's a wee boy and he asked Jesus and, he's, and then his son Damien asked Jesus, really touched me you know but at the end he goes for I was born a loser now I am born again to win right and see that song I was away doing the river years later and I'm lying next to the river waiting God and I heard that inside it wasn't just a wee thought God was saying you were born a loser you were born a loser you had no hope without me but you're born again to win with, with me in your life, you've got, a new, you've got a new father, you've got a new DNA, you've got a new lineage. Yes. That's, who, that's who you're identified with. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So, one, one thing to finish with, don't add to his sorrows. So, yet, and all these things were, made, were more than conquerors through him. Receive this, receive it, and don't add to his sorrows. What do I mean? Don't add to his sorrows. 
Jesus overcame and conquered the world. He's conquered our enemies, spiritual enemies. See, we live in defeat and deceit and bondage and misery. When he's died to set you free, you're adding to his sorrows. Just like any father who's gone, I've bought you a house and what are you doing living out in a tent out the back door? What are you living in a broken down shack for outside when I've got this beautiful house that I've renovated for you? So, we add to his sorrows when we just go, nah. I hear that offer, but I don't really. I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. So, so as we sing this song, I pray, release the spirit of victory. No just, it's not just a word, it's a spirit, Jesus' victorious, conquering spirit, released. We can grasp hold it. Alright?
Okay. Thank you, everybody. Let's give Derek another yeah. round of applause. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. Great work, Paul. Great work. Great work. Thank, th thank you so much, Derek. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.